Karim. So the fifth chapter begins with Arjuna's question. His question is, what is the better for me to follow the path of Karma Yoga or Karma Sanyas? Bhagwan has developed the topic slowly and steadily right from the second chapter. Our uh, goal is to gain that state of enlightenment, sthita pradnya avastha. In order to gain this, we have to go through the path of karma yoga and that leads to knowledge and that further leads to dhyana, meditation and abidance in that self. So Bhagavan had already uh, mentioned in detail the path of karma yoga and in fourth chapter he talked about some other sadhana also which we can do to purify our mind and thereafter he talked about knowledge. In order to gain knowledge we have to, before that we have to gain vairagya. In order to gain knowledge we have to give up all our attachment to so many actions and focus attention on gaining that knowledge. That is called karma sannyas. We drop many of the activities and focus attention on shravan, manan and niridhyasan. That's what Bhagwan said, you approach a teacher and learn from the teacher. Because learning and activity cannot go together many times. We get distracted by too many activities. So in order to learn, we have to have total focused attention. So Bhagwan mentioned that path of sannyas, karma sannyas, wherein one can approach a teacher and learn. So after listening to Bhagwan, Arjuna felt that why not take this path directly? Why go through the path of karma yoga? Why not drop everything, take this karma sannyas and follow this path? But he was, because Bhagwan praised both the, both the paths. He praised karma yoga and he praised karma sannyas also. So therefore, Arjuna asked this question. Please tell me what is good for me. Bhagavan says both these paths are in fact uh, one only. They are twofold and they lead to the same goal. But they happen in some order. So first we have to go through the path of karma yoga and then only we can reach the path of karma sannyas. And Bhagavan considered Arjuna at a elementary, at an initial level wherein uh, he should follow the path of karma yoga first. Therefore he says that for you karma sannyasat karma yoga vishishyate. Karma yoga is better for you because both will lead to the same goal but one has to get very well established in it then only it will help. If you are not fit for karma sannyas and you drop all activities and try to follow that path you may get distracted and will not benefit from that sadhana. Therefore, for you, this path of action is good. 
see those who are more rajasik those who have lot of that energy in them and lot of desires and still that control over our mind over our desires are not there then the path of action is the best and it comes natural because when desires are there we are motivated into action the more the desire the more the person becomes active the less the desires the more the person becomes contemplative so when we have so much of rajogun in us it is better to exhaust this energy by rightful action and that's what bhagwan advises arjuna that you follow this path of karma yoga and a good karma yogi is like a sanyasi only free from all attachment free from craving he can be considered as a sanyasi and this both karma sanyas and karma yoga leads to the same goal of enlightenment but why we have to follow karma yoga first why not follow karma sanyas directly that bhagwan explains now in the sixth verse we shall chant sanyasastu mahabahu दुखमाप्तु मयोगतः योगयुक्तो मुनिर्ब्रह्म चिरेणाधिगछति संन्यासस्तु महाबाहो दुखमाप्तु मयोगतः योगयुक्तो मुनिर्ब्रह्म न चिरेणाधिगच्छति हां भगवान सेज दैट डायरेक्टली टू टेक संन्यास इज डिफिकल्ट संन्यासस्तु महाबाहो हे महाबाहु ओ डियर अर्जुन दैट डायरेक्टली टू ड्रॉप एवरीथिंग एंड फोकस अटेंशन ऑन गेनिंग दिस नॉलेज is not possible for uh, many it is dukham aptum it is very difficult dukhena aptum it with lot of difficulty one can follow this path when that lot of uh, desires and cravings and ambitions and uh, what you call uh, this type of uh, qualities are there within the mind that person cannot sit quietly and study that person cannot sit quietly and meditate that person cannot focus attention on on self inquiry because the mind is going out and this is like going in it is not possible it's like a little child who is interested in watch watching some let us say some program on television tom and jerry tom and jerry has come on television and the mother tells the child you study you study arithmetic you study this that fellow cannot pay attention it's not possible when that intense craving and desire is there the mind just cannot focus on study 
and therefore in today's world actually we have uh, so much of distraction students and normally people are not focused our attention span has gone down it has gone very much down every 5 minutes we want some distraction then again we can focus then again little distraction coffee break tea break other break then again we this then again distraction it is not possible for our mind which is full of desires full of craving to focus our attention on one point and knowledge requires that complete attention otherwise we will not know what is happening we will listen to the pravachan from the teacher but our mind will go somewhere else in the ramayana story of uh, shiv bhagwan the greatest of all teachers he was teaching parvati ji uh, she was sati in that form of sati but she was not uh, focused she was distracted because some program was happening at her father's place and lot of viman planes were flying in the air going there so she got distracted now and then she used to look up kaun ja raha hai in between she asked question please tell me where are they going and all so bhagwan said i am telling her about this brahma but she is not focused so it sanyas is not just wearing a particular dress and going around sanyas is jnana lakshanam sanyas is to jnana lakshanam sanyas means knowledge following the path of knowledge renunciation 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 of all that is low ultimately renunciation of sense of doership ahankar so that is not possible immediately so we have to uh, weaken this ahankar by lessening our mamatva mamatva means sense of possession minus which is done through karma yog so karma yog is a beautiful sadhana wherein we have to perform our action dedicate it to a higher altar without having attachment to the result having that intention that this action itself is my fulfillment result which come is like a bonus is like a gift is like a prasad so when a person lives in this way the sense of minus mamatva becomes less than less and when that mamatva become less ahankar also becomes weak so then it becomes easier to follow the path of knowledge therefore bhagwan says that sanyasastu mahabaho dukham aptum ayogatah without yoga without karma yoga sanyas is difficult it is possible with lot of effort but it is uh, unnecessary effort difficult but a person who has followed the path of karma yoga such a person smoothly enters the path of sanyas or this path of knowledge yoga yukto munihi yoga yukta means karma yoga yukta one who is uh, endowed with the attitude of karma yoga one who has uh, 
uh, imbibe the the spirit of karma yoga one who is living his or her life like a karma yogi such a person and also bhagwan adds one more term munihi muni means mananashilavan contemplative karma yogi one who is thoughtful one who is not just blindly performing some actions one who is a thinker a thoughtful person a contemplative person one who contemplates even as a karma yogi one who contemplates on questions like who am i who is performing this action who is that ishwara for whom i am dedicating this action what is the meaning of dedication of this action what is the meaning of keeping the mind in samatva in in equanimity how to remain asanga so all the factors of karma yoga one contemplates one thinks especially about ishvara so such a person yoga yuktaha munihi brahma nachirenaadi gachati such a person easily attains that state of sanyas here brahma means that state of sanyas wherein he will then come to realize brahma is easy for that person one who has led his life according to dharma according to the spirit of karma yoga automatically becomes free from all attachment sahaj in the scripture they talk about uh, like the like the like a fruit when the fruit becomes ripe it with sahaj it uh, falls down from the tree without much effort but if it is uh, not ripe then we have to put forth lot of effort to detach it from the tree and even if you detach it will not be so uh, sweet but when it gets ripe on the tree and when, then falls down it's very sweet similarly we are like the fruit and path of karma yoga ripens us and once we become ripe we will gain that vairagya automatically freedom from all attachment mind will become calm and peaceful we will have no craving in our heart there will be a uh, what you call unconditional joy in our heart we will be free of all this attachment to everything including to mobile phone huh? free from all attachment and the mind will become calm and peaceful because this all these cravings have gone away just by uh, performing action in a proper way the mind start becoming more and more relaxed more and more calm that is a most beautiful thing if we try to fulfill our desires we will never become calm constantly running around here and there there are many possibilities and as the world is in uh, what you call advancing in the material world there are more choices available so person cannot remain calm and satisfied if our attention is outside 
by the time i am very happy with my with my mobile phone uh, another model comes in the market and looking at it i will feel miserable mera to outdated ho gaya hai i have to buy the new one so it will world will never make me satisfied and peaceful the intention of the world will be all to make keep me always in a state of wanting in a state of restlessness that's how the world moves actually so, but if we follow this path of karma yoga i tell you the mind start becoming more and more calm and peaceful automatically and this unknowingly many people who have many people who have followed this path in our good old days actually simple villagers or a simple person our own if you look back you will find your own grandparents nowadays grandparents are have become different but in our good old days they just led their life in a simple way and the more they used to grow old the more graceful they used to become i have myself have seen my own grandparents such grace and such beauty even in their old age they used to look so beautiful so bright full of life and free of attachment also they will be happy in everyone's happiness when their own children grandchildren do something good they will be very happy even if neighbor's child does something they will be very nice happy great there's no free from all these little little attachments and all how just by leading a simple karma yogic life they might not have studied the bhagavad gita and upanishad but they had imbibed this spirit from their parents and they from their parents it is traditional actually this knowledge has come to us traditionally now we have forgotten so bhagwan says hey arjuna sanyasastu mahabaho dukham aptum ayogatah but yoga yukto munihi brahma nachirena digachati but one who is endowed with this karma yog spirit automatically will go into the state of karma sanyas will develop that desire that thirst for knowledge automatically the question will come in his heart that who am i what is this world who is ishwara this should come we are too much attached to our little little things of this world and waste our life our mind is all the time occupied with our family our activities this that and all and just the life goes by and once life goes by then we don't know when we will get the next opportunity where we will be born and what type of opportunity we will get we don't know so we have to just follow this path very sincerely with lot of faith in our heart that what bhagwan is telling us is for our own good for our own welfare so yoga yukto munihi brahma nachirenaadi gachati so yoga yuktah karma yogi will naturally attain the state of sanyas freedom from all sense of doership and total attention on gaining that knowledge 
and realizing the truth. So what is the, uh, what is the truth which we have to realize? What is that supreme state which a sannyasi, a person who is free from all attachment and who is following this path of knowledge, what is that truth which he attains? That is now Bhagavan reveals in the next verse. Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma Vijitatma Jitendriya Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma Kurvanna Pinalipyate Yoga Yukto Vishuddhatma Vijitatma Jitendriya Sarva Bhutatma Bhutatma Kurvanna Pinalipyate Yoga Yuktaha Such a person who is Yoga Yuktaha Totally integrated with the yoga of karma, karma yoga. Karma yoga yuktaha, when a person is totally in tune with the spirit of karma yoga, automatically reaches the state of sannyas. Sannyas means freedom from attachment, gains vairagya. Vairagya is the phala inner follow, inner result of karma yoga, outer prosperity, inner vairagya. And vairagya is the one who enjoys the world the most. Vairagya doesn't mean he is miserable. Inner peace and quietude and outer prosperity because the karma gives prosperity in the world outside, but the attitude of karma yoga has given that state of peace and happiness within. So such a yoga yuktaha, what are the results which he gains internally? He says one is vishuddhatma, the mind starts becoming very pure, the mind becomes pure. Vishuddha, shuddha means pure, vishuddha means visheshena shuddha, very pure. What do we mean by pure mind? Mind is made up of thoughts. Mind is made up of thoughts. Just like a a river is a flow of water, similarly, mind is a flow of thoughts. But the thoughts, the depends on the, the, the mind depends on the quality of these thoughts. Whether the thoughts are sattvic, rajasic or tamasic. Just as a river has got a water, it has got the quality of water, it has got a quantity of water, it has got a flow, speed at which it's moving, and it has got direction also. Similarly, our thoughts, the quality, quantity, uh, speed at which it moves, and the direction in which it moves, will determine the type of our mind. Sometimes we have very low quality of thoughts, tamasic, uh, laziness, attachment, anger, what you call sadness, depression, ignorance, delusion, that's all tamasic. 
राजसिक लॉट ऑफ डिजायर्स क्रेविंग एम्बिशन्स प्राइड एंगर जेलेसिस सर ऑल राजसिक थॉट्स सात्विक नॉलेज विजडम जॉय पीस फेथ काइंडनेस ऑल वर्च्यूज फॉरगिवनेस फ्रेंडशिप ऑल दिस आर सात्विक वैल्यूज विच आर देयर विद इन अस सो एज वी फॉलो दिस पाथ ऑफ कर्मयोग द माइंड स्टार्ट बिकमिंग मोर एंड मोर सात्विक ऑटोमेटिकली प्रसन्नता कम्स एंड वी बिकम फ्री ऑफ लॉट ऑफ अवर अटैचमेंट्स लॉट्स ऑफ इंटेंस लाइक्स एंड डिसलाइक्स ऑटोमेटिकली द माइंड बिकम्स मोर एंड मोर पीसफुल मोर एंड मोर पीसफुल इट्स लाइक द ट्री विच इज अलाउड टू ग्रो इन अ नेचुरल वे इट ग्रोज इन द मोस्ट ब्यूटिफुल बट वेन यू ट्राई टू कट द ट्री एंड ट्राई टू दट बॉन्साई एंड ऑल ऑल शॉर्ट्स ऑफ थिंग पुअर ट्री इज नॉट अलाउड टू ग्रो एवरी नाव एंड देन दे अप्रूट इट कट द रूट्स टाई इट डाउन सो दैट इट लुक्स लिटिल विट ओल्ड सो पुअर ट्री इज नॉट अलाउड टू ग्रो प्रॉपरली बट इफ इट इज लेफ्ट अलोन इट ग्रोज इन द मोस्ट ब्यूटिफुल वे सिमिलरली वेन वी फॉलो दिस पाथ और माइंड ग्रोज टू बिकम मोर एंड मोर प्योर एंड ब्यूटिफुल सो विशुद्ध आत्मा then vijit atma the person also becomes uh, has complete control over his own body here vijit atma means control over our own body atma here means in this place means the body so vijit atma total control over our own body means control over the movement of the body the karmendriyas the organs of action and all then jitendriyah develops control over the senses the senses come under control because if the mind becomes peaceful the senses automatically come under control they are not agitated they are not restless they are not thirsty they are very peaceful bhagwan shankaracharya ji defines knowledge also at some other place the tat gnanam prashamakaram yad indriyanam knowledge is that which makes our senses peaceful if a person has become peaceful the senses have become peaceful the eyes the ears have become peaceful the mind has become peaceful that means the person has gained proper knowledge but here this happens just by following the path of karma yoga jitendriyah total control over our senses control not uh, not uh, what to call forceful control not irrational control but it's natural control of the senses the senses come naturally under the control of this person there is no no forceful demands from the senses so jitendriyah sarva bhutatma bhutatma see the karma yogi 
when he attains all this has automatically uh, evolved to become a karma sannyasi and a follower of the path of knowledge and through that knowledge he comes to know sarva bhutatma bhutatma he comes to know that the self in me is the self in all knowledge that the self in me is the self in all i am the self of all this is a very sublime understanding which a person who follows the path of knowledge he realizes gains see now at present we feel i am in this body i exist within this body but as our mind becomes more and more pure and as we gain that understanding we will come to know that the self in me the i the consciousness in me is the same consciousness in all the my mind is different from your mind my intellect is different from your intellect but that which illumines my mind and that which illumines your mind is same the electricity in all these bulbs are is same bulbs may be different some may be too bright or less bright but the electricity is same similarly the consciousness which is illumining your thoughts and the consciousness which is illumining my thought is same like the wave realizes the water in me and the water in the other wave is same both of us are from the standpoint of water we are same but from the standpoint of form and name we are different but essentially we are same we are one so that understanding take place sarva bhutatma bhutatma and such a person is called a realized person a enlightened person so by following the path of karma yoga this person co- uh, became became pure the mind became pure and also gained this knowledge uh, after becoming free from all attachment gained the knowledge that sarva bhutatma bhutatma and gained that state of enlightenment such a person even while acting in this world doesn't get attached to anything kurvan api nalipyate as we had seen in the in the third chapter loka sangraha for the welfare of the world that person may continue to work but that work will not bind that person like a like a lotus leaf in water that person will become free of all attachments kurvan api nalipyate do performing all action will be free so in this seventh verse bhagwan talked about that state of enlightenment which one can reach by following the path of karma yoga through karma yoga then automatically he graduates to become a karma sannyasi gains the knowledge and becomes free see bhagwan himself is very clear about what he is saying Ah, only when we read it we listen to it we get confused he is sakshat ishvara and also bhagwan krishna is called yogeshwar krishna he is the lord of yoga 
master of yoga and he has got his own style of expressing so he says that such a gnani atmatnyani will live in this world like a like a lotus leaf or like a lotus in the water but untouched by water living in this world totally free therefore he arjuna you should follow the path of karma yoga but again that question is there in our mind that this karma sanyasi what is his sadhana a person who has attained that state of renunciation one who has attained that vairagya after following the path of karma yoga one whose mind has become pure what type of sadhana does he do karma yoga sadhana we know we have to perform our duties dedicate it to god and take whatever comes as prasad but what is the sadhana what are the uh, what you call spiritual practices of a karma sanyasi a sanyasi that is beautifully uh, revealed now in the following uh, two verses so let us chant naiva kenchit karomi ti युक्तो मन्येत तत्ववित पश्यन् शृण्वन् स्पृशन् जिघ्रन् अश्नन् गच्छन् स्वपन्श्वशन् प्रलपन् विश्रजन् गृण्हन् ओन मिशन निमिशन नपी इंद्रियाण इंद्रियार्थेशु वर्तन्त इति धारयन् नैव किञ्चित् करोमीति युक्तो मन्नेत तत्ववित पश्यन् शृण्वन् स्पृशन् जिघ्रन् अश्नन् गच्छन् स्वपन्श्वशन् उन्मिशन् निमिशन्नपि इन्द्रियाण इन्द्रियार्थेषु वर्तन्त इति धारयन् हा सो व्हाट इज द साधना विच sanyasi or one who has completed the path of karma yoga and has gained vairagya what is the sadhana which he should do the spiritual practice the first sadhana which for him is to gain knowledge should become tatvavit tatvavit tatva means the essence the essence of the self one should gain the knowledge of one's own essence one's own self that is the path of knowledge in which we take the help of a teacher who himself has established in that truth and who is well versed in the scriptures we learn from the teacher because scriptures give us that point out that truth that reality to us 
the scriptures reveals our own nature to us the scriptures are like mirror which shows me my own nature say i have my face i take it around but if i want to see it i have to take help of the mirror i cannot say that no no i am very independent person i don't depend on anyone then you can't see your face if you want to see your face you have to take help of the mirror teacher is one who keeps that mirror in his pocket and he shows it to you he has got a clean mirror with him we might be looking at a stone trying to see our face or somewhere else but a clean nice mirror is there with a teacher so we have to just look into that so shravan manan niridhyasan is the path of knowledge which one has to follow after gaining proper qualification by following the path of karma yoga when the mind becomes sufficiently pure and has gained that vairagya and has that faith in the scriptures faith in the teacher the mind has become relatively calm and peaceful like vivek vairagya kshama dama uparama like that some sad qualifications are mentioned when we have gained this qualification through karma yoga we then follow this path listen and contemplate try to understand and that only one question we have to find the answer to only one question what is that who am i main kaun hu see at present what i understand about myself is just a personality created by thoughts see when i say let us say when i when i say the word flower and when i think about the flower it is a thought in my mind it is a word in my mouth but what is that object called flower is this if you look at that object there is no word called flower in it and there is no thought called flower in it it is just nice sweet object very fragrant also now in our mind we have so many thoughts and all those thoughts represent some objects most of the thoughts represent some objects but you will find that in all our thought thoughts there is one thought which is very common and that is i thought thought of i you cannot experience anything without the thought of i seeing who is seeing i am seeing i am hearing i am walking i am thinking every experience has got that i thought that i thought is called aham or aham vritti or and when we have the notion that this i is a doer then it is called aham kar kar means not our kar but aham kar means aham karta iti bhavana the notion that i am the doer this i is the doer it's called ahankar this terms ahankar and all are very technical so that aham vritti and that aham word when we utter i and when we think about i is not the real self but it indicates the self it represents the self 
just as the flower word represents this object similarly the word i represents that self atma so without getting involved with the word i and without getting involved with the thoughts i we have to find out what is this real i what is the real subject who is this real self and that is the subtle path of knowledge which the scriptures talk about we will not be able to grasp it also if the mind is restless or distracted or extrovert but once we are ready then we will start comprehending and understanding what the scriptures are talking about it's most fascinating for example a material object of this world a little atom also is just atom poor little atom nucleus is there and electron and proton and all but the science is it has got tremendous energy trapped into it when that atom splits it releases tremendous energy that atom itself will not know that i have so much of energy within me similarly now we are thinking that i am this little ahankar the scripture says you are much much more than this ahankar you are that brahma you are that fantastic reality which is beyond all comprehension you can't even imagine how great and how powerful and how vast you are but now at present i am identified with my thoughts thoughts prevent me from seeing the truth about myself just as the sometimes even in this world an object is there but the thoughts of that object prevent us from seeing that object very clearly many times even pe- people actually we have thoughts about people and we fail to recognize them see them because those thoughts are all the time moving in my mind and prevent me from realizing and contacting people similarly the thought of i this ahankar and ahamvritti prevents me from knowing who am i that real i atma means that thoughtless and wordless i pure i which is beyond all words which is beyond all thoughts which is pure existence consciousness and bliss sat chit and ananda that is the essence of me that is the tattva of me and this tattva we have to realize learn and recognize from our teacher that is the path which a sanyasi follows sanyasi doesn't mean a particular dress over sanyasi means one who has fulfilled the path of karma yoga and has become free from all attachment such a person follows this path of knowledge and gains that becomes tattva vit has understood theoretically intellectually the nature of the self and is convinced still he has not realized the truth but has reached a long distance so bhagwan here talks about such a tattva vit who is not enlightened but who is a sanyasi karma sanyasi and has gained knowledge has done shravan 
and manan has listened to the teacher and has contemplated and understood such a niridhyasan about meditation bhagwan will tell later on and a complete chapter is there in this that is sixth chapter but here he is talking about a person who has reached the level of shravan and manan has listened to the scriptures listened to the teacher about the self contemplated and understood who am i and is convinced see we will listen to the scriptures but we might not be convinced we will still behave like a hankar only we will still behave like a limited object it's like somebody talks let us say about a particular fruit or particular uh, food or let us say about water somebody says i am thirsty he says you are thirsty you should drink water so he then he thinks about water and he talks about water so thinking about water and talking about water will not remove his thirst he should know that this word water and the thought water is not water so he should try to find out where is this water pick it up and drink it similarly the thought i the words i is not atma that word i thoughts about i is just aham or ahankar so through following the path of shravan and manan one should be convinced about the nature of the self such a person is called tatvavit such a tatvavit bhagwan says what type of sadhana he should follow he or she should follow that is now being revealed he says naiva kinchit karomi ti yukto manneta tatvavita a tatvavita manneta should think should consider should constantly keep in mind what ki naiva kinchit karomi iti that i am not the doer i am not doing anything i the self is not the doer that is his sadhana as a karma yogi we have to assume ourselves as a doer and do our action dedicating it to god in karma yog the stress is on dedication dedicate your actions to god in karma yog the stress is on not getting attached not renouncing the sense of possessiveness mindness but in this path of karma sanyas or knowledge one has to renounce the the notion of doership in atma body will continue doing ahankar will continue functioning but we should deeply know that i the self am not the doer i the self am not the doer this thought should always be maintained by a sanyasi that i am not i not the ahankar not the thought but i the self am not the doer naiva kinchit karomi i am not doing anything because the self is not it is just illumining like the sun illumines the world it is not doing anything all the actions are happening on earth people are moving about but the sun just gives light and heat the sun doesn't do anything similarly the atma doesn't do anything in its mere presence prakriti functions 
body mind everything is made up of prakriti's nature the nature functions according to its own laws we are so much identified with this nature that we feel i am doing so nature functions according to natural laws atma that is my real nature that is what who i am is not a doer but this will not be experienced immediately so as a sadhana as a spiritual practice bhagwan says while while living in this world while performing all the actions at the level of the body and all you continuously maintain the understanding that you are not the doer and this is a great sadhana and a very subtle subtle path which is natural for a realized master like bhagwan also in the third in the fourth chapter he says though i am the creator of this world really i am not the creator from the highest standpoint i am not doing anything so naiva kinchit karomi kinchit means even a little bit also i am not doing is like the screen on which we see the movie the screen doesn't move at all the characters in the movie they are running around they are chasing someone and driving the cars like mad but the screen is very peaceful but the screen start identifying with the car it will think that i am going here there is gali mein us gali mein but the really speaking the screen is not going anywhere even when the car is steady the screen is steady when the car is moving the screen is steady what was said in the fourth chapter that karmani akarma yapashet in action while actions are happening a person should see that atma which is not performing any action and that is the sadhana for a sanyasi that let action happen at the level of the body let action happen at the level of the mind but should maintain that thought that i the self am not the doer we have to first we have to accept it and maintain that thought that itself becomes an initial stage of meditation we what we will realize later on we have to accept it and slowly and steadily we will get tuned to it so naiva kinchit karomi it may appear very fantastic and out of the world idea for many people but if you study the scriptures systematically contemplate even what we have studied in the second chapter about the self the self is not a doer so na eva kinchit karomi iti yuktah one who is well integrated in the path of this karma sanyas now bhagwan is talking and tatvavit one who has gained the proper understanding manyeta he should think he should maintain this thought when he should maintain when all the activities are happening should neither try to stop activity nor try to perform some activities prompted by desires whatever the activities are there minimum for the maintenance of the body and whatever duties are there keep performing but even when the activities are performed maintain the thought that i the self am not doing anything this is very difficult difficult to keep this idea because 
anytime the ego is hurt or anytime some desire comes image the first thing casualty is this idea bhagwan ko bhi namaskar tera tujhko arpan kya lage mera and all and then we look back and check whether my chappals are still there or not and when i find them missing immediately the thought tera tujhko arpan goes away immediately therefore to maintain the thought and understanding that i am not a doer is not easy the more our mind is pure and the more our understanding is clear and steady we will be able to maintain this understanding so naiva kinchit karomi iti yuktah manneta tatvavita so tatvavit knower of this tatva who has known theoretically should follow this path while actions are happening what actions are happening all actions are happening pashyan action of seeing is happening eyes are seeing eyes are seeing according to the laws of nature they are seeing the light different color different forms according to the laws of nature of course in the world when we live we can use the word i am seeing and all but should know that i the self is not the seer here it is just the one who is blessing this process the process is happening with the blessings of the self so i am not doing anything so pashyan seeing is happening but i am not the seer shrunvan even while listening the ears are listening but i am not the listener i the self sprishan touching is happening actually the uh, organ of uh, touch is touching and this whatever we touch is the expression of air only so these five elements are there akash vayu agni jal prithvi akash its inborn nature is sound and soundlessness is the nature of akash sound travels in akash in deepest space in vacuum it is absolute quietude stillness soundlessness so sound emerges in akash and merges into akash then touch is the quality of air without air we cannot experience touch fire fire's quality is form and color light huh? color then the quality of water is taste and the quality of earth is fragrance or smell so all these senses are functioning in their respective field passion seeing is happening in the field of all colors shrunvan is happening in the field of sound sprishan touching is happening in the field of air jighran smelling is happening in the field of earth means matter and ashnan while eating taste eating in the field of water so eating is happening then gachan he walks walking happens the body moves shwapan 
sleeping also happens and uh, what you call ashnan gachan swapan shwasan breathing also is happening so sleeping dreaming breathing breathing in breathing out automatically it happens see we feel i am breathing a breathing happens automatically and that ahankar is attached to this process and it says i am breathing i am seeing i am talking i am walking atma is not the ahankar and atma has got nothing to do with the activities of the ahankar it's like the hero runs after the villain or someone the screen has got neither attachment to the hero nor to the villain the screen is least bothered about the hero also and the villain also in our system the ahankar is the hero hero and what the ahankar is chasing i think you can call it villain and the atma is not interested in both atma is supporting but it is not doing anything so pashyan shrunvan sprashan jigran ashnan gachan swapan swashan pralapan pralapan me talking talking is happening atma is not talking i am not talking see it is not something to be spoken therefore bhagwan says manneta constantly you remember this and maintain this attitude it is not many people they make just use it in their day to day maine kuch nahi kiya hai main to ekdam sadharan vyakti hu bhagwan to karne wale main to ka sevak hu it's not something to be spoken it's not just uh, some dialogues or something and many times the one who speaks like that may have lot of ahankar also it try to push them and immediately their ahankar will come maine kuch nahi kiya hai and then you tell them you did not do anything they get angry but just now you said you did not do anything mera naam kyun why didn't you mention my name you should have mentioned my name and written in front maine kuch nahi kiya hai so it is not something to just speak but one has to keep that thought within pralapan so speaking is happening vishrujan excretion or rejection or throwing out things from our body is happening but still i am not performing any action grandhan holding something catching huh? that action is happening unmishan opening our eyes nimishan closing our eyes api all these activities are happening in a sadhak's life also and but he should maintain that thought maintain that understanding that i the self am not doing anything this becomes the sadhana for a sanyasi hmm for a karma sanyasi it is a graduation from karma yogi he has become karma sanyasi hmm. but unless we have followed the path of karma yog properly we will not be able to follow this path of karma sanyas it will be just uh, just waste of time so karma yog when we have followed very sincerely we will be able to follow this path and sometimes uh, one may get distracted and all 
but one should maintain. Like when Hanumanji, Hanumanji was a great jnani, and it is natural for him to maintain this thought. So when he came back from Lanka, Bhagwan said, Oh, wonderful, you have burnt Lanka, you did such a great work. He immediately prostrated to the Lord and he said, I did not do anything. You only did it through me. It was not just for saying, but actually, actually he felt and he said. There is a very interesting story about Ramayana, a lot of stories are there. That once uh, when uh, that uh, Lakshmana was not uh, well or he was injured in the battlefield, Hanumanji was bringing the Sanjeevani Parvat. So as he was crossing uh, Ayodhya, he had to cross through Ayodhya also, he went to the Himalayas. So he, that maybe a thought came to his mind, that see, I have, uh, if I was not there, I wonder who would have got this Sanjeevani and all. Angad wouldn't have come and he would have got confused only. So grieve and all, who would have come? So I thought maybe a split second, some ahankar might have come there. I am doing it. And as he was flying by, Bharat was very alert all the time. He was aware and seeing if everything is going on well in his kingdom. So he saw one UFO, unidentified flying object passing by. So immediately he shot one arrow without a, uh, without a point, just wanted to check who is this, without taking, having given the flight plan and all, he is going through this, so he just, just hit an arrow. And it hit Hanumanji, and while Hanumanji is thinking, say, I am so great and I am taking this and all, it hit Hanumanji, and as soon as it hit, he left his hand from that parvat and he fell down. But even when he was falling down, he was saying, Ram, Ram, Ram. And a very strange thing happened. That parvat remained on top only. And Hanumanji fell down. And our Bharatji, he felt that, oh, he is Ramchandra, his Bhakta. And I have made him unconscious. He was going for doing some work for Bhagwan. So immediately he revived him. And when he was revived, Hanumanji looked up and he saw that Parvati is still there. Then he realized that I am just a nimitta. God alone takes, does his own work. In fact, later on again, uh, Lakshmana became uh, what he called got hurt. And without that Sanjeevani and all, he was made all right by Bhagwan. So, devotee thinks in that the same thing actually. What the jnani says, I am not the doer, a bhakta. That bhakti mark we will see after the seventh chapter. The bhakta says that God is the doer. Because immediately the thought comes, if I am not the doer, who is doing it? Bhakti mark says, Bhagwan is the doer. But for a jnani, he should keep that my, uh, thing in mind that I, the self, am not the doer. Pralapan, Vishrajan, Grundhan, Unmishan, Nimishan, Napi, all these things are happening. Where? Indriyani, Indriyartheshu Vartanta, Vartante. Indriyas, my senses, are functioning in their respective field. In a natural, Swabhavik way, in a natural way, my senses 
are functioning in their respective field like that he should keep in mind and should not try to get attached to ahankar should not try to get attached to thought of doership should not identify with that ahankar ahankar is also there everything is there the one should not identify with that ahankar just as involuntary activities are happening in our body we don't identify with it like the heart is constantly beating we don't say i am beating you know unless you are singing some song or something <laughs> but the heart is beating let it beat similarly even so called voluntary activities the voluntary activities are also not done by the atma it is also part of nature and ahankar is part of nature the sense of i which we have is part of the body mind mechanism it is required to maintain the functioning of this body there should be some boss to maintain the to do the functioning of the body so that is the ahankar part of the body mind mechanism ah it has got nothing to do with atma according to the past samskars and all it without uh, without a conscious thought also lot of activities happen ahankar is not involved i mean the sense of doership is not involved like we are sleeping or some people they walk in their sleep hmm. they suddenly they get up and start walking in sleep hmm. all activities are happening but the sense of doership is not there similarly one should maintain this understanding that i the self is not the doer indriyani indriyartheshu vartanta iti dharayan should maintain this thought indriyas are functioning in the indriyas so this is the grand path of a sanyasi karma sanyasi who has followed the path of karma yoga and has graduated to gain that knowledge so after gaining the knowledge theoretical understanding of the self should follow this path of maintaining the thought that i am not the doer as a karma yogi we have to maintain the thought that i am the doer but i am a sevak of bhagwan and i am performing this my kartavya karma whatever is there as his uh, as his worship hmm it's like in the, when we go to school and all in the initial uh, classes and all one thing is taught to us but when we graduate we are taught something else and sometimes what we have learned before is negated also you cannot complain to the teacher in the first standard you taught me a for apple and now you say a for aeroplane what is this now then you will understand a is not only for apple aeroplane for so many things and it surprise i never knew in my kg class i thought a for apple only but now i know a for so many things abra kadabra also a for <laughs> hmm but that we need not teach little children they will get confused ab apple bole ki aeroplane bole ki aur kya so you just teach them a for apple full stop similarly karma yoga one level of sadhana then you there is a total shift paradigm shift 
when you go at the second level of sadhana of karma sanyas or the path of knowledge and then there is another third shift when we go into the state of meditation which we will then study in detail in the next chapter and that is a different level of sadhana altogether so it's the most fascinating the way bhagwan has revealed the truth now after telling arjuna that this is what karma sanyasi is and i don't think you have reached this state you have not reached this state yet where the actions are happening and you can maintain the thought that i am not doing because still lot of thoughts and lot of desires and lot of agitations are there in your mind still the strong sense of doership is there in you still attachment to the result is there so you follow the path of karma yoga so what is this path of karma yoga is already detailed bhagwan has talked about but again he reminds us he tells this path of karma yoga in the next verse what is karma yoga he says ब्रह्मण्याय कर्मा संगम त्यक्वा कौतिप्यते न सपेन पद्मपत्रसा ब्रह्मण्याय कर्मा संगम त्यक्वा कौति यिप्यते न सपेन हाँ भगवान एक्चुअली इन मेनी श्लोकास बिफोर ऑल्सो ब्रीफली ही हेड मेन्शन वॉट इज कर्मयोग इन द थर्ड चैप्टर ऑल्सो भगवान से मयी सर्वाणी कर्मा संयस अध्यात्म चेतसा निर्ममो निरंकार भूतवा युद्धस्व विगत ज्वर हियर ऑल ही ब्रीफली मेन्शन वॉट इज कर्मयोग ब्रह्मणी आधाय कर्मा कर्मयोग इज परफॉर्मिंग योर कर्मास ऑलरेडी सेड कर्मास मीन्स द योर रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटीज योर ड्यूटीज बट हाउ दे शुड बी परफॉर्म ब्रह्मणी आदाय Brahma means here Ishvara, dedicating that karma to Ishvara, for the sake of Ishvara, performing actions for Ishvara. That is called worship. See, everyone perform action, but actions are performed for our own ego. A non-karma yogi is working for his own ego, for his own pride. therefore outwardly you might find the karma yogi also din rat kaam karte ho and the non karma yogi also din rat kaam many time people confuse them he says ne hamare to ye bahut karma yogi hai din bhar kaam karte rehte hai naukro ko daatte rehte hai karma yogi hai just because a person is 24 ghante working doesn't make a person karma yogi karma yogi is not about work alone it is about our for whom are you working i am working for myself then you are not a karma yogi i am working for my pride i want to show that i can also do 
then you are not a karma. God's name is not pride. I am working for anger. That is also not karma yoga. I am working for greed. That is also not karma yoga. For a higher altar. The highest is God. If one cannot imagine God, you can have altar like our country. Or for our teacher. Or for our parents. That's also karma. Or some higher ideal. That's also karma yoga. Working for a higher ideal. Not for selfishness. Not for I, me and myself. That is the first thing which one has to understand. Therefore here Bhagavan says, Brahmani Adhaya Karmani. One who performs karma, all his duties as a dedication to Brahma, Ishwar. That I am part of this cosmos and I am born here to fulfill certain, uh, certain what you call, mission. And I am doing it as an offering to the Lord. He has placed me here and I am doing it as an offering to the Lord. That my every action, my walking, my talking, my thinking, my eating, my drinking, my sleeping, everything whatever I do is a service of the Lord, is a worship of God. So, Brahmani Adhaya Karmani Sangam Tektva Renouncing attachment Free from attachment No attachment to the actions One should not get attached to the action that even when the work is over that fellow continues to work. That's called attachment to action. Even after retirement people start going to their company because they are so attached they keep going there. Kaam khatam ho gaya, still they will continue working. At home also. Sometimes children say, Pitaji, you take rest. Not because they really want you to take rest, but they don't want you to interfere now. Pitaji, aap aram kyo ne kata? Aapko satsang mein mein chhod ke aata hu. No, 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 I want to just, oh, jara hisab mein check karunga, kya hota And I want to check all this, this, what is this. और उसका मीटिंग का क्या हो गया उसका ईटिंग का क्या अरे बाबा छोड़ दो भाई यू हैव दिस कॉल अटैचमेंट टू एक्शंस छोड़ता नहीं है नॉट दैट ही वांट्स टू गेन एनीथिंग बट वो आदत हो गई हैबिट अटैचमेंट टू एक्शन अटैचमेंट टू दिस सेंस ऑफ इंटेंस डूअरशिप अटैचमेंट टू द रिजल्ट्स ऑफ एक्शन Attachment to things involved in that action, the place and people and objects and all, very attached to all of them. Hmm. Suppose my duties lie in one particular place, I keep on performing. Then I have to go to the other place, you just leave that and go to the other place. No attachment to a place, people and all those things. So without attachment, you perform your duties, you fulfill your responsibilities, because the world constantly changes. Where you will be placed and where you have to go, you don't know. If you are attached, you will not be able to perform your duties well. Suddenly things might change. Like Ram Chandraji suddenly had to go to the forest. So, Brahmani Adhaya Karmanis Sangam Tektva, renouncing all attachment, 
karoti yah one who does see for a sanyas it was said maintain the thought that i am not doing anything here bhagwan says you do it may sound uh, contradictory but these are meant for two different type of people so you do work no no let me just sit relax and say that uh, i am not doing anything no 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 you have to do so perform all your actions karoti one who does it such a person lipete nasapapena will not get tainted with sin means his mind will start becoming more and more pure sin is nothing but agitations of the mind sin is nothing but all the impurities of the mind sin is like kaam krodh lobh moh they are the sin their pap pap is not someone coming from outside kaam krodh lobh moh itself is pap therefore in the third chapter we had seen ॉटोमेटिकलीटिट्यूडिटेच like padma patram eva ambhasa like the lotus leaf in water ambhas is water like in our lake or lotus is there and the leaf is there on the it doesn't get it is in water but the water doesn't contaminate that leaf water remains on top if you detach that uh, leaf or if you if uh, scratch the leaf or something and if it is put in water it will get spoiled it will get destroyed but as a alive pure wonderful leaf it remains untouched by water so if you keep even sabji in water for a long time or something it gets spoiled but that leaf remains for so many days in water but remains untouched by the water similarly you will perform duties but your mind will remain untouched by all the negativities impurities of the mind so that is the path of karma yog which you follow because you are not yet ready for karma sanyas so you follow this karma yog more we will see day after tomorrow and day after tomorrow then we will continue with the 11th verse so hari om